Father, we want to thank you. Jesus, we appreciate you for who you are. Lord, for you are great and you are awesome. Lord, we want to thank you who have brought us into your presence this morning. Lord, even as we are celebrating the mothers, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, you have made us to be alive again, O God. Lord, you have kept us, you have sustained us. You have preserved our lives, O God. We say thank you. Lord, we give you praise, O God. We give you adoration, O God. Lord, we are asking you this morning, O God, that you will transform us again, O God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you will speak to us, O God, through your word. Lord, touch our lives once again. And Lord, as we live here, may we never be the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mothers, hallelujah. Happy Mother's Day. May we all be blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Women, hallelujah. Jesus. I want to sing one song. Please join me before we go. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. All his wondrous compassion and purity. our prayer this morning and this is our declaration lord may you grant unto us in jesus name our topic this morning says mother's beauty mother's beauty and our text is from uh, proverbs 31 10 to 31 mother's beauty we will never get tired of proverbs 31 we will never get tired of it Mother's beauty. In other words, what makes a woman beautiful? That's what it means. What is that that beautifies a woman? Mother's beauty. What is that that beautifies a woman? What is that that makes a woman beautiful? You know, in our society today, outward appearance counts so much. True or false? counts so much. You know, we have to look good. There's no doubt about that. You know, we spend, we see women spend hours. We spend weeks, months, trying to make ourselves what? Beautiful. So much time, so much investment. I remember in the era of uh, Babbage, was in the 80s, 70s, when women will go to the Babbage, and do what they do, take their bath, and they will what? And they will be very fair. Era of Babich in Lagos. So much investment. People didn't even care what they were doing. Today we are in the era of makeup eh? artists. People spend as much as 100,000, 200,000. Is it not so? 100,000, 200,000. 
when a lady is getting married or is wedding, spend up to 200,000, 150 to get a makeup artist to make up eh, the group. They're all fine. But there is something more to it. Hallelujah. You know, I, I, there was something I saw in the dictionary. It says that beauty is what? It's skin deep. I've never seen it before. That beauty is skin deep. That is, that the outward appearance is less important than our character. That beauty is skin deep. I mean, what does it mean? And so what it says, you know, talks about beauty. It means something that appeals to my sense. Immediately I see something and say, oh, this thing is beautiful. It appeals to my sense. And we what? Invest so much time trying to do what? Make eh, ourselves eh, beautiful. It's good. We have to look good. We don't have to look grumpy. We have to look eh, good. But this morning, we are talking about a different kind of eh, beauty. A different kind of beauty. You know, I remember in 1 Samuel 16, we won't read it. We know it. 1 Samuel 16, 1. When God sent eh, Samuel to go anoint one of the sons of Jesse to be king of Israel, immediately the first son of eh, Jesse came on Eliab. Prophet Samuel said, yes, this is the man. You know, he was charmed by the beauty of Eliab. And God said, no, Samuel. Men look at the outward eh, appearance. But that he, the Lord, judges eh, the heart. How I wish that we invest so much time, you know, in developing this beauty that the Lord is talking about this morning. He said, no, Samuel, don't do that. Beauty. So many things are happening these days. So many things are happening these days. If we stand here to begin to discuss, then we will not go. You see a lady, beautiful lady, enters a shop and steals something. Cream, soap, to make herself beautiful. Maybe something about, about 10,000 naira. And then you open this lady's bag. And this lady had up to 400,000 naira cash. 400,000 naira cash. I'm not telling you something I heard. It's something I know. But she went into a shop and stole soap cream, not even up to 10,000 naira. But she had 400,000 naira in her what? In her bag. Something to make her what? Beautiful. She forgot herself. No discretion. You see a lady pick up an empty packet of soap that somebody has what? Used. She will pick it up and start running around. Because Empty packet of soap that somebody has used and dropped. Running around. That will make me beautiful. How I wish we will spend so much time. Instead of spending time to look for a soap that will make us beautiful outside. We will spend time to develop inner beauty. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Beauty. In a, I want us to look at First Peter. First Peter 3. From verse 1. Living translation. I want it in living translation. It says that First Peter 3. From verse 3. It says don't be concerned. About the outward beauty. Of fancy hairstyles. Expensive jewelry. Or beautiful clothes. 
You should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within. The unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They trusted God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham, and called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husbands might do. Praise the Lord. So the beauty we are talking about this morning is more than the outward appearance. The kind of beauty that makes a woman eh, beautiful. It is not the outward one. Outward, yes, we have to look good. We don't have to look grumpy. But the one we are talking about this morning is the inner beauty. The Bible where we read it says it is precious in the eyes of eh, the Lord. It is this kind of beauty that what attracts people to who? To Christ. It is this kind of beauty that influences eh, our families. It is this kind of beauty that influences our neighbors. It is this kind of beauty that influences what? Our communities. This is the kind of beauty we are talking about this morning. The one that will attract people, attract people to Christ. And the Bible says it is precious in the eyes of the Lord. He said we are to emulate the holy women of old. The Bible says that was what they adorned themselves with. They adorned themselves what? With the spirit of it, the unfading beauty of what? Of submission. Unfading beauty of a quiet and gentle spirit. The unfading beauty of what? Trusting the Lord. Unfading beauty of what? Obedience to their husbands. That was what made them beautiful. The Bible says what? Even Sarah obeyed her husband and called him a master. Called their husbands a master. If we look at Proverbs 10.31 where we read, the last, nothing was mentioned about this woman's outward appearance. We have read it. You have it before you. Nothing was ever mentioned about this woman's eh, outward appearance. Rather, that the last verse says that charm is what? Deceptive. Beauty is what? Vain. Some translation says, uh, some translation says what? Beauty is what? Fades away. Charm is deceptive. But the woman who fears the Lord should be greatly praised. So if we look at this woman from verses 10 to 31, what made this woman beautiful was her strength and her character. Her strength and her character made this woman eh, beautiful. That's why we talk about the virtuous woman today. Her strength and her character made her, all that she did, all that she attained, nothing was mentioned about her outward appearance. But rather the Bible ended in another note that this beauty is vain because it will fade away. It will fade away. It is deceptive. But that is, it's unfortunate. That is what, what appeals to our senses. And God said, Mm-mm, there is something I need. And the Lord will help us this morning in the name of Jesus. I want us to look at Proverbs 11.22. 11.22 says, 
A beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. A beautiful woman who lacks a discretion, who lacks wisdom, is like, like getting a pig. You know, a pig is an animal that is uh, despised. Like getting a pig and then putting a gold earring in the nose. When you such a, so if you see such a pig, will you look at it? Let us answer. If you see a pig now walking with a gold ring, will you look at that pig? But that's how the Bible describes a beautiful woman. Without wisdom. Without wisdom. Lord will help us this morning. In the name of Jesus. So I want us to look at those qualities. Those things what? That make, you know, qualities that make a woman eh, beautiful. Mother's beauty. I want us first of all to look at what? The fear of God. That verse 31 where we read in uh, Proverbs 10 uh, 31. We, we, we'll join the two. First Peter and then. Uh, Proverbs 10.31 He said that a woman who fears the Lord will be what? Greatly eh? praised. Fear of God. Brethren, mothers, there is no longer the fear of God in the church. In our nation. And the Bible says in Proverbs 1.7 that the fear of God is what? The foundation of their knowledge. Whatever we think we know and we don't have fear, the fear of God, it is nothing. This woman was able to do all she did because what she had the fear of the Lord in her. When we talk about the fear of God, what do we mean? Fear of God. A woman with the fear of God. It's a, that, a fear of God is an offending beauty. Fear of God. When your husband says, turn right, you turn right. Obedience. There's so many things that what, stem out from, uh, from a fear of the Lord. So many things come out from the fear of the Lord. We, 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 I don't want to mix it, but I'll just touch because you're coming to obedience. Fear of the Lord. When we have reverence for God, when we honor the Lord, when we respect God, we fear Him. The fear of the Lord. You know, I want to share something with us that really, you know, it shocked me. You know, there's certain things we do and we think the Lord, it doesn't matter. We were in a conference and most of you know Dr. Steve Ogan was sharing with us. There was this lady, she had a terminal disease in Port Harcourt. And they just gave her a few weeks to leave. And she called for Dr. Steve. And Dr. Steve came and the minister to her and told her, why don't you take two or three days? Go into the presence of the Lord. You know? Try to Talk to the Lord. Ask for mercy. So, so and so, you know. And the woman locked herself up. She was in the room for about two days. Crying unto the Lord. At the end of the, of the second day, the Lord spoke. I said, I have two things against you. This lady happened to be a nurse in the hospital. She will take drugs from the pharmacy. And she will use it anywhere she likes. Doesn't matter. After all, this God is awesome. She will take drugs and she will use it. And the Lord says, you are, you are stealing drugs from the hospital. And the Lord secondly, the Lord said, in my presence you don't honor me. In my presence you don't respect me. You know what the Lord told her? He said, in my presence you chew gum. You know, half of the women in that conference were chewing gum in the hall. Half of the women were chewing gum. Some say, I don't want to sleep. 
But to the Lord, it mattered so much. God said, you don't honor my presence. In my presence, you chew gum. That was the two things the Lord had, had against this woman. She repented. God be merciful. I believe she was healed. Hallelujah. So we are talking about the fear of the Lord. He said, a woman who fears the Lord shall be what? Greatly praised. In his presence today, we answer phones. Hallelujah. And we say it doesn't eh, matter. One day in a meeting, Lord said, one day I will kill somebody because of this phone. Lord said, one somebody, I will strike somebody down. You know, imagine where the governor is here now talking to you and your phone is ringing. You will just hold it and be doing like this. Is it not so? You will answer it in front of the governor. You won't do it. But in God's presence, we will just walk out. You know, we will just move. And then as we answer it, we are walking out of the church. We are talking about the fear of the Lord. It's an unfading beauty. There are so many things that flows down from this fear. And as we come before the Lord, He will begin to help us. There are certain things we do and we think it doesn't matter. But to God it matters. Let us ask. The Bible says, these women of old, they feared the Lord. Let us ask the Lord to begin to what? Imbibe the spirit of fear in us. In the name of Jesus. Other things come from this. Okay, let us look at another one. I don't want to waste our time. The unfading beauty of a submission. Unfading beauty of a submission. You know, in first eh, Peter, where we read, it says, they trusted God. That's verse 5. It says, this is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They trusted God, accepted the authority of their husbands. And in uh, Proverbs 10, uh, um, 31 from 10 down, it says what? That this woman what? That the husband what? Trust in her. her. Finds confidence in this woman. That's the woman that submits. That he does, she doesn't know harm all the days of her, his life. No harm all the days of his life. That's why the husband there can even trust that woman. So he does, she does him no harm all the days of his life. A woman that's an unfading beauty of what? Of their submission. But we said they submitted voluntarily because of their respect for God. They submitted to their husband out of what? Respect for the Lord. Because if you don't have respect for the Lord, there is no way you can submit. Submission is not weakness. Submission is what? Strength. They said they accepted the authority. They did what? They submitted as his feet unto the Lord. That's the beauty. That is what makes a woman beautiful. And it is a woman that submits that can be a helper meet for the husband. A woman that submits if we look at this Proverbs there, 10 or 31, we look at the qualities of this woman. He says what? He takes some, he says he, he, he looks, you know, after the what? Interest of her, her household. Her household. That's a verse, um, yes, 15. So she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work. For her servant girls, you come down again in 21 days. She has no fear of winter for her household. Always talking about her household. 
A message Bible says what she's concerned she, about everybody in the house. It's not talking about children only. Everybody and household includes who and who? Children, housemates, you know so, visitors, in-laws. It's unfortunate today. Almost every mother-in-law is a witch. It's a very unfortunate. And we hear such stories. She takes care of the entire household. In-laws, house helps, unwell driver, even driver, gets men. Talks about household. The woman who is the help me, the woman who submits. The unfading beauty of submission. Takes care of the entire household. A lady, you know, somebody, they were thrown out of their house and they came to live with, uh, with one of her sisters. And in the night, when they went to bed, the house help, you know, of the sister they, they came to stay with had a room. And then that other house help, you know, two of them now, you know, went into the room to sleep. And the other house help, like, they said, ah, so you sleep in the room. Ah, in a house, I sleep here, eh? it's along the passage that I sleep. The house help sleeps where? At the passage. Sleeps at the passage, yes. But the children work, they sleep in the room, on their beds. But this one house help work, sleep where? At the passage. This is the things we see today. But this virtuous woman, Bible says, takes care of her, the entire house there, hold. She knows when each one is there, hurting. Everybody eats what? The same thing. Bible says she wakes up in the morning before dawn and prepares breakfast for the household. Never said for the children. For the household. These are the things that make a woman what? Beautiful. Cares for the in-laws. Cares for the in-laws. Nadia Bramos, a lady approached my, my, my sister. Who said that somebody has proposed to me. She was so excited. And she now went closer to my sister. See, Mami, I won't go. I'm telling you the facts. Mami, I'm going go. You, you will be a mother. And you too, you will die, yo. You will die before we get making it. And what Say, mommy, I will go. It's a terrible thing that is happening because people enter marriage with the wrong eh, mindset. Entering marriage with the wrong eh, mindset. Once you enter, you have already taken your position. What you want to do? How we are going to treat this person? How we are going to treat that person? How we are going to treat that person? That is why we're having problems. But. This morning, as we hear the word of the Lord, will touch our lives in the name of Jesus. Right mindset. Right mindset. I went to Obolava. And, and uh, I was uh, sharing with some women there. After the meeting, one woman got up. Concerning my husband's uh, people. I said, what, what's wrong with your husband's people? Uh, my husband's people, not almost. And I don't even visit them because, you know, the one is a widow. So whenever I go there, uh, this one I decided to go. And they gave me a seat. And I sat there. I didn't know that uh, it was witchcraft on the chair. She said, witchcraft what? On the chair. She said, yes. I said, what do you want me to pray? That they will die. Say, God forbid. God forbid. Told her to wait. You need counseling. If you enter that family and they are getting full of witches, God brought you into that family to do what? To pray for them so that they will no longer be what? Witches. 
That is why God took into that family. You know, if God will help us to have the right mindset as we enter into marriage, you know, we will begin to enjoy it and we will begin to see the Lord help us and we will see the Lord, uh, Lord begin to what? Develop us and make us beautiful for Him in the name of Jesus. God has planted us in a particular family for a particular what? Purpose. If I enter into marriage, ask the Lord, Father, why did you bring me into this family? If the Lord opens our eyes, we will see why the Lord has taken us into a particular family and we will begin to do the things the Lord wants us to do. That is there. You, we, we, we will never what, remain the same again. I want us to look at another, word, another thing that makes a woman beautiful. Wisdom. Unfading beauty of her. Wisdom. Wisdom. Bible says what? In Proverbs 4, 7. He said, wisdom is what? Is it the principal eh, thing? In all you're getting, get what? Understanding. In that Proverbs 10, 31, where we read, it says the woman in verse, um, verse 24, 3. 24, 3, Bible says what? That a house is built eh, with wisdom. Proverbs 24, 3, a house is built eh, with wisdom. And then in that year, Proverbs 31, Verse, um, verse 26. So when she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with her kindness. Mothers, we need wisdom. We need the unfading beauty of her wisdom. In able to what? Take care of our homes. It's not easy. Taking care of homes is not easy. You can't do it on your own strength. I can't do it on my own strength. We need wisdom from above. You know, when we ask God for the wisdom, he said in James 1, that he giveth a wisdom, he does not have a bread. We need wisdom. Every day of our life, as we wake up, say, Father, give me what? Wisdom. With wisdom, you can avert what? Problems. Troubles in the family with wisdom. If we don't have uh, uh, um, wisdom, there is no way we can build uh, our homes. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 14, that a foolish woman what does what? Tears down her house with her own hands. A foolish woman. But a woman who has wisdom. With wisdom you will build your home. Remember the story of Abigail. We know the story of Abigail. If not for the wisdom of Abigail, that family would have been what? Wiped out. Is it not so? If not for the wisdom of Abigail, that family would have been wiped there out. But by the spirit of God that woman used there, obed, um, wisdom to what? Avert the problem. David would have wiped out that family. David would have wiped out that family. So in our homes there are certain things that will rise. And we begin to ask the Lord for what? Wisdom. We don't have to shout about it or make noise about it. There is this sister there is somebody, the husband you know she was building a, he was building a house. And then three, uh, three masons came in and there was something the man wanted them to do. And they charged him 10,000 naira each for the works. A small work. And the man said, no, I will not pay you 10,000 each. I will pay you some, some amount of money. Ma, bidogo do not, just start the work, I will pay. This mason stood where they were. And then the man was, said he will not pay 10,000 naira. After doing the work, they came. They kept on coming. said, pay us. The man said, I will not pay you 10,000 naira each. He said, you will pay us. We told you, you will pay us 10,000 naira each for the work. They kept on coming. Then there was this particular day they came. They all turned their caps outside. You know how these young boys put their cap? Looking fierce. Eh? Face cap. They turned it back. They were ready for trouble. 
They came again. The man said, walk out of my house. I'm not going to pay you. The woman knew immediately that there was trouble. What she did, she went behind. Took 30,000 and paid her those boys without even telling the husband. Paid the money without the husband knowing. Up till today, those men didn't know who paid the money. Today, the husband doesn't, didn't, uh, doesn't even know that that money has what? That debt has been what? Written off. Wisdom. But some women will say, I know the when these boys will come, they will deal with him. All the cost not that me. It is not so. Unfading pity of wisdom. We need wisdom. Certain things, you know, that's why the Bible says we are what? Helper me. Suitable for him. God has brought you into that family because and God has brought you to what? Suitable for him. Help me. Suitable for that man. So these are the things that make up eh, the beauty of a woman. Wisdom. Let us ask the Lord for wisdom daily. Lord, give me wisdom of how to handle my family. How to handle what? Problems. How to avert problems when they rise up, when they crop up in the family. Ask God for wisdom. If I stand here, I will tell you a lot of stories, a lot of testimonies of things that happened because of eh, wisdom. May the Lord imbibe this eh, beauty in us in the name of Jesus. And he says also, this woman what opens her mouth there eh, with eh, wisdom. Some of us, when we open our mouth, is what? Acid comes out. Acid comes out. What comes from our mouth can kill eh, somebody. A woman, a Christian, came somewhere and packed her car. When I say a woman of God, I mean a woman of God. Came somewhere, packed her car, and she blocked somebody. And the woman came where she was staying. I said, please, sister, or oh, mommy, Please, you are blocking somebody. Can you just remove your car? Church, hell was let loose. In public, hell was let eh, loose. Do you know who I am? I know this commissioner of police. I know this one, I know that. People were disappointed around that place. People were disappointed. Just simple, people just, just say, mommy, please, remove your car, you are blocking somebody. And then, acid started coming out. She opens her mouth eh, with wisdom. Before she opens her mouth with wisdom. Hallelujah. I want us to look at eh, another unfading beauty, unfading beauty of eh, obedience. I would have tied the two obedience and submission, but obedience. Because there's something I want to bring out there. Obedience. Bible says here in First eh, Peter 3, it says, for, six, says, for instance, Sarah obeyed her husband Abraham and called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husband said. My said he obeyed her husband and called him a master. I want us to compare Abraham with Lot, Lot's wife. You know, Abraham... Sarah obeyed Abraham. Lot, in Genesis eh, 1926, was given a simple, eh, was given a simple instruction. Escape for your life. Do not eh, look back. Simple instruction. The instruction was given to who? Was it not to Lot? For the family. Is it not so? I said what? Escape for your life. Don't look back. I want us to go to that Genesis 19. There's something I saw there. That um, I didn't know was in the Bible. 
Genesis 19.26. I'll read from 25. He utterly destroyed them along with the other cities and villages of the plain, wiping out all the people and every bit of vegetation. But Lot's wife looked back as she was following behind him. And she turned into a pillar of a salt. He said, the woman looked what? From behind who? Which means Lot was what? She was what? Following the husband behind. Instead of being in front. She was following you from behind. Which means Lot. Lot didn't even know that the husband had turned into a pillar of salt. But can I no one? If she had turned back, he, he himself had turned back. She would have turned into a pillar of a salt too. Is it not so? Probably Lot did not know. Bible said, as she was following her behind. When somebody is following from behind, following the husband from behind, that person is following reluctantly. That person is following unwillingly. She was following from behind. She looked back from behind. She was complaining. From behind. Lot was running. She was behind. Following from behind. You know, in some cultures, you know, uh, there's some, uh, a place where, you know, some cultures, women will be in front, and then the man will be behind, holding a machete. Holding a machete to protect the, the woman. But the Bible says, this woman was following from her behind. We didn't know why she was following from behind, until in Luke 17, 32, when Jesus was talking to the disciples, and he said what? When such and so happens, eh, if you are in the rooftop, don't come to your house to do what? To pack. And then, which means, Lord, was what? Her heart was where? In Sodom. Lot's wife's, uh, Lot's wife's uh, heart was there uh, in Sodom. He was thinking about the things in the goodies in Sodom. I don't know the goodies that would be in a place that was horrible. But she was following you from behind. She was not walking. She was not fast. She was following her uh, husband reluctantly. In disobedience. She did not obey the husband. That was why she was following you reluctantly from behind. She couldn't help it anymore. And what? She turned back and turned into a pillar of salt. So I don't know. May the Lord help us not to be rebels in the name of Jesus. To obey our husband. Let us not follow our husband. God uses our husband sometimes to deliver us from certain things. They use us. God, they use us to deliver us from certain things. So when you keep whatever, thinking, hey Jenna, my sister, don't go. There is something the Lord wants to avert. You might be more spiritual than him. Let us not follow what? Reluctantly. That was what cost this woman's life forever. She's now a reference point. And you know what baffles me? This same woman and the family, they were worshipping at Abraham's altar. Is it not so? Abraham, a, 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 a friend of God. They were all worshipping at Abraham's altar. But that altar did not benefit this woman. You know, when this thing was going on, the drama... I remember that place. I say, God, this is dangerous. A woman who worshipped at the altar of Abraham, but that altar did not benefit her. She did not get anything from that altar. She was doing everything reluctantly, superficially. Superficial what? Christianity. Superficial what? Religion. Distraction. Distracted by so many things. She was distracted by the things in Sodom. Some of us were distracted by what I mean. Business can be our distraction. Even love for our family can be a distraction. Our business can be a distraction. Fashion can be a distraction. Things that distract us. But the Lord is asking us to what? To be focused. 
to be focused, to look unto him. He is more than able. Let us drop those values, those attachments that would distract us from following the Lord. Our God is faithful. He is able. As we begin to look unto him, begin to obey him. Because if you don't obey your husband, how can you obey the Lord? If I don't obey my husband, how can I obey the Lord? I did something funny one day when we were living at a particular place. The road to our house was a very bad road. And the husband said, don't go through this road anymore. This thing will spoil the car. Go round through another road. And this particular day, because that other bad road is very shortcut. And that day I decided to take that road. A very shortcut. As I was driving, the Lord said, Disobe-. I had disobedience. As simple as what? Going on a wrong road. God is interested. And Lord said disobedience. I, I said repent. After repent, I made a U-turn. And went back and took the long road. I went back and took the long road. Please, my sisters. This, this is what God says. This unfading beauty, this inner beauty is so precious in the eyes of God. That is what God desires. Because God knows that when we have this beauty, we can now win people for Him. We can influence our homes. We can influence our families as we begin to develop inner beauty. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want also another thing that eh? the beauty of what? He said that woman, let us look at Proverbs 31 again. There's so much in that place. We won't touch it, but I'll just say in a, he said her lamp. Good. 18. She makes sure her dealings are profitable and her lamps burns late into the night. So her lamp burns eh, late into the night. Quit me, this woman is on duty 24 hours. She's on duty physically, she's on duty spiritually. She's an intercessor. Somebody who stands in the gap for the family. What makes a woman beautiful? When you stand in the gap, and the Lord will, the Lord will begin to what? Tell you things before they happen in the family. I will say what? The husband confines her in her. How am I with this woman? I don't have problems. A woman, last week, uh, last Saturday, I was at Obolafo. You say Obolafo. I always go there. Then there's this particular woman. Go call her a sample seed in Obolafo. Sample seed. That woman is an intercessor for the family, for everybody in the family. You know, the, 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 the son works for a particular man that belongs to another kingdom. And then this, 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 this man wanted to deal with his eh, boy for nothing's sake. Because the boy is a Christian and the mother is a Christian. And then one particular day, something happened. And then the man now called the son said, Who? There is a woman I always see in the spirit when I come to your house. Imagine that kind of story. Whenever I come to your gate, I see a woman with a Bible standing. With a Bible in her hand. In the spirit. And that was the woman of the house. Whenever I come to that house, the man was telling the boy, I see a woman with a Bible standing at the gate. That's a watchman. Some, some years ago, a woman, their neighbor, they wanted to build a house, and a, the neighbor now removed the beacons. And then they, 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 the conflict was say, why are you removing the beacons? You're not supposed to. So The woman said, I'm going to deal with you people. So the woman now got armed robbers. And told the armed robbers, when you get there, make sure you will deal with the woman, deal with the son, harass them and... Take away the, um, the son. And as the woman was praying, the Lord was showing her the armed robbers. Showed her everything. As they got to the house, how they ran away. But when they now came in physically, they got there, they were shooting. All of a sudden, they started running back, the armed robbers. They started running back. They didn't enter the house again. It was now later, they found out what happened. The woman now confronted them and said, Why, what happened? I paid you. What happened? 
And Rabbi said, when we got to that house, the same testimony, we saw a woman with a Bible standing at the gate. An intercessor. So they saw the woman standing, and Rabbi said, if we had shot that woman, he said, the bullet would have what? Ricocheted. So they said, running away. What am I saying? Unfading beauty of an intercessor. The woman still standing in the gap. When anything is about to happen, the Lord will reveal to you. The Lord will reveal to you and tell you. Look at what is coming to, uh, going to happen in your house. Your lamp. Said the woman's lamp what? Burns late in the night. Burns late in the night. She's praying. She's there. Interceding. Hallelujah. Let us look at the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. All these things are there. First Peter. Gentle and eh, quiet spirit. Said what? I'll take it again from verse 4. First Peter 3, 4. That you should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within. The unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is so precious to God. Gentle spirit is the fruit of the spirit. When we begin to allow the spirit of God to take over, then the spirit of God will move in and begin to what? Begin to bear this eh, fruit. Gentle spirit. Gentle and quiet spirit. It's not done in pride or arrogance. Mm-mm. This is a spirit. Gentle spirit that is Lord is there looking there out for. Mothers, if we can go on and on and on. But we know this Proverbs 31. We can go in there. Say this woman also does what? He helps eh, the needy. Extends her heart to what? The poor. Like today that is modern Sunday. I put what's also family here. Okay, they go net neighbors. Go ahead to look at neighbors. Those they want to hear making it and take care of those people. Take care of people who don't even have me. today. Gary is a, a penis about a thousand something. A woman on our bum but they don't even have food to eat anymore. A penta of Gary that somebody came to ask them, you know, that, that they should or they want they want to drink Gary. See, people don't drink Gary anymore. That they don't even have money to buy the one that is not to talk of eh, drinking. Mothers, as we begin to extend helping hands, as we are here today, Mother's Day, let us look around us. The poor, the needy, people who don't even have food to eat, there are some people who don't even have rice to eat today. People don't even have gari to even drink this afternoon. There are so many of them. So many of them. There are some people who eat once a day, and they will carry it over to the next day. This woman that is beautiful, takes care of the neighbors, Ask for people, even in the village, do that morning Sunday. You cannot go to the village. Ask, go ahead, care for them. Ask for people who can't even, uh, you know, eat. People who are having difficult times. Care for them. This is what the Lord wants. And these are the things that they make us say, beautiful. And as we begin to imbibe these characters, the Lord will begin to help us in the name of Jesus. So how do we develop these qualities we are talking about? There are so many of them. How do we develop it? One, there must be a relationship with Christ. It is the Holy Spirit that does eh, this work. Without the Holy Spirit, we can do eh, nothing. It is the Holy Spirit. We must have a relationship with Christ. He is the one that is doing it. We cannot do it. If you look at these things, they look so difficult. Of a truth, they look so difficult. We cannot do all of them. I can't even do all of them. I can't do all of them. I can't even do them. But Lord is helping us daily as we walk with Him. As we walk with Him, the Lord will help us. Holy Ghost will help us to begin to do what? Develop us from inside. Build us up from inside. That we begin to look beautiful for him. Hallelujah. In the place of Bible study. Let us not joke with our Bible study. Individual Bible study. 
church Bible study. I was teaching my class about two weeks ago in the church, my class Bible study. In that class, nobody will open up. People will come to church without Bible. Because, well, I say thank God and it's unfortunate for the screen that we have in the church. People don't come to church anywhere with even ancient and modern. They don't come with their Bible. Good. But the Bible study is not there on the screen. You see a woman dressed well with lace. She'll not keep her post. And then she'll be looking around. Sister, open your Bible. We are reading now. She's not even looking at you. Bible study, she will not come with Bible. How can a woman that is aspiring to be beautiful not come to church with Bible? How can a woman who is aspiring to be beautiful not open her Bible during Bible study? Please, let us take our Bible study what, eh? serious. Read the Bible and then another one. In the place of prayer. It is in the presence of the Lord that we grow. It is in His presence that what? Growth eh? comes. Because immediately you go into His presence, you will begin to see Him. You see yourself as you are. So let us not joke with our prayer, our Bible study, you know, our relationship with Him. And as we begin to do these things, the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Because we said, the natural man can never what? Please God. The natural man can never do what? Please eh, God. That's why God is looking for that eh, inner beauty. That we do, should develop that eh, inner beauty. And as we do that today, this modern Sunday, that the Lord will begin to do what? Transform us. That we begin to cry unto the Lord. To touch us. That, you know the areas where I, I know where I'm failing. When I was preparing this Bible story, you know, I, I saw myself. I saw myself as I was preparing this thing. I saw myself. I'm not about you, but I saw myself as I was preparing this Bible study. And I was asking the Lord, this area, help me. This area, help me. This area, help me. Nobody knows it all. But when the Lord sees my heart, that I want to develop this inner beauty, by the Spirit of God, the Lord will begin to help us in the name of Jesus. I want us to begin to pray. Mothers begin to talk to the Lord. It's not only, this message is not even only for mothers. Men, as you are here, I'm sure you got some things. The Holy Spirit, I'm sure, is ministering to your heart. Mother's beauty. Mother's beauty. Let us ask the Lord to help us. You know those areas where you have failed. I know the areas where I have failed. Like I told you when I was preparing it, I saw the areas where I'm not doing it well. Let us begin to talk to the Lord. Ask the Lord to help us. Since this thing is precious in God's sight, when God says this kind of beauty is precious in His sight, I should invest time to develop it. I should invest time to develop it in His presence. I should invest time in my Bible study. I should invest time in my work with Him. Talk to the Lord. Of our own, we can do nothing. He said, without me, you can do nothing. Lord, we are asking that you will help us. Holy Spirit, you are our helper. You are our teacher. We are asking Lord, we know the areas where we are not meeting up. We are asking Lord that from today, you will begin to transform us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we will begin to make us beautiful, O oh God. Lord, we want to be beautiful in your sight. We don't want to look beautiful before men and look ugly before you. But Lord, I want to look beautiful inside and beautiful outside. Lord, this is our prayer this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.